listening to the Fitness Essentials Podcast powered by Essential of Athletics, the podcast for people just like you looking for the best fitness, sports performance, strength, and conditioning information possible. From strength gain to fat loss, rehab to prehab, sports to lifestyle, the Fitness Essentials Podcast has everything. Remember, not only to subscribe to this podcast, but also check out our Essential of Athletics YouTube channel for more exciting information-packed videos and workout advice, training tips, exercise techniques, and so much more. Welcome to the Fitness Essentials Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Episode 2 of the Fitness Essential Podcast, powered by Essentials of Athletics Gym in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. I am your host, Roar Alexander, and I am so happy to have you join me today for this all-new fitness podcast. And I have somebody very special for you on this second episode. Now, this episode is a bit more aimed at our Training Center members, but saying that, it's going to be a great episode for anyone in the world who's in the gym and has heard of a little virus called COVID-19. Because in this episode, we have Dean, the owner of Essential Athletics, on to speak about his gym's COVID protocols. So if you're a gym owner, you'll be able to see if your gym is up to par because Dean's gym has been considered probably one of the best examples of a gym that is doing it right. And if you're going to a gym during this COVID time, then you'll be able to see if the gym that you're going to is doing a job that is up to par with what Dean has done at EOA. Um, so he's doing his best to keep this gym being very proactive to keep it a healthy and COVID free environment. So that's going to be a really fun podcast. Now, also remember that over the next couple of months, we are going to be releasing some online programs and these are programs for anyone, anywhere. We're going to have home programs. We're going to have programs if you have your own gym, programs if you go to a gym. As well, we are launching our hybrid men over 40 and women over 30 fitness programs called Get Fit Now. These programs are aimed more for people in the Vancouver, Burnaby area, like around the gym, because they're going to combine gym one-on-one coaching along with home programming, hence why they're called hybrid, because it's a bit of online and it's a bit in the gym. It's going to be nutrition help, gender-specific supplement guides, video masterclasses, online yoga and stress reduction sessions with options, of course, for having the uh, your yoga session in club and much more. So if you're in those age groups and you're in the Vancouver, Burnaby area, you can make it to... Um, you know, essential athletics for your training, then be sure to check out those right away. Anyways, I don't want to waste any more time. Let's get on to Dean and how EOA has been proactive on COVID risk reduction action taking. So guys, I am here with Dean, the owner of Essential Athletics. How are you today? I'm very good, thanks. Awesome. So you have, this is an all new podcast that we've decided. Now what made you decide you wanted? Because I came to you and said, you know, let's do a podcast. Uh, let's start doing some more YouTube videos. What was your, you know, what was your thoughts behind the podcast? Well, really, we have so many unique offerings in this building. We have such an intelligent staff, and we don't get it out there enough. We mm-hmm. uh, we're proud of what we do, but we we've to some extent we just kind of kept it to ourselves, probably more than we should. Yeah, you're a very well kept secret. <laughs> like for instance, I uh, work part time at the Fitness Depot just behind here. And I didn't even know you guys were here for a long time. And you're literally in our backyard. Yeah. (laughs) And I lived uh, about maybe, oh, not even a seven-minute walk from here for almost two years. And I was, you know, going to freaking an Anytime Fitness, and I used to have to drive through when this place I could walk to. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we we kind of pride ourselves on our humility and 
Um, like I said, we have an exceptional staff, an exceptional building, mm-hmm. uh, and we've we've relied probably too much on word of mouth, and it's done it's done very well for us. Yeah, but uh, getting getting out to the public who we are and what we do is probably it's uh, it's long overdue. Yeah, it's time to expand yeah. out to get more people more people in the doors too. Yeah, so. I guess let's let's talk about the gym itself really quickly. Uh, I don't even really like to call it a gym um, because you know when I think of a gym, I think of Good Life, LA Fitness, uh, Fitness Town, Twenty Four Hour Fitness, uh, anytime. This is not a, a gym. No, uh, we prefer to refer to ourselves as a training facility. A training facility, yeah. It's where you, it's where people come to do proper functional training. Uh, we, we've stripped away the single purpose machines that you see in a gym, like a chest press or a mm-hmm. pec deck. Uh, we've replaced that with 18 squat racks. 18, 18 squat racks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and with a few more on the way. And uh, the goal is to, to have people focus on proper functional training where you actually have to think about what you're doing, not just mindlessly go about gotcha. wailing away on a, on a machine. Gotcha, gotcha. So, would you? How would you say then that you differ? Because you know, like a, a CrossFit gym, for instance, would also say that they focus on functional training and stuff. But you're not a CrossFit either. Right? No. Uh, all our staff in the building are kinesiologists. Okay. Uh, multiple certifications, sport backgrounds with coaching pedigrees. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our mantras is purposeful, purposeful, planned, and progressive. So everything we do in the building has a point. Okay. Uh, if you come into a group class with one, one of our coaches, uh, everything's periodized. Everything has a purpose. Uh, the programs that you're doing on, on say, if you're in today, are directly related to what you did the last time you're coming in and setting you up for success in the next thing that you're going to do with us. So, gotcha. Um, there, there isn't random happening in the building. There's, there's a purpose, a point, and a progression there. Now you do though. Um, you can't come in though just by yourself. And you can, too. yeah. You can, yeah. Now I guess my next question is, you know, people listening to this might be like, "Wow, I'm just like a normal person. Do I have to be an athlete, or you know, very or goals to become some kind of athlete by coming to this building, or is it kind of open well, to first, anyone? It is open to anyone. First and foremost, everyone is an athlete. Not everyone is a professional athlete. Not everyone's a track athlete. But if you if you come in, you have if you have a personal goal, mm-hmm. um, whether that be getting stronger, whether that be getting faster, or just lose weight, um, you're an athlete. Yeah. Um, and it is you know we not everybody wants a coach. Some people want to come in and find their way, and we uh, we allow that in the building. And our staff who are constantly around, well, every once in a while they walk over and they're going to help you out. Mm. Gotcha. So, but if you want to, you know. There are, there's a huge segment of society, they, they want to find a way. And that, there's nothing wrong with that. Gotcha. Um, the purpose of a building like this is you can come and find your way. Uh, and there, But there are people in the building who will steer you from time to time when you need it. Gotcha. So you're not necessarily just literally <clears throat> on your own yeah. all the time. Now, I guess the next, let's talk about the building itself then. Um, we're going to touch more on this one. We are going to talk about the big elephant in the room in 2020, which is COVID. Right. Of course, we can't talk about gyms and not talk about yeah, that. Absolutely. But let's uh, let, let's save that for a bit. Let's talk about this. So you basically, from what I can see, um, you know, I've only been here, maybe started here a couple months ago. 
you have three general areas, it seems, in this gym. Uh, yeah. And you have, like, what are those kind of, can you explain the three areas for people that might be walking well, three in primary, three primary areas. When you first walk in the front door, that is that is our clinic site. Okay. Uh, that's that? That's, that's physiotherapy, massage therapy, and naturopathy. Um, uh, so if you have uh, injuries, bumps and bruises, things that are inhibiting you from training, uh, we have elite practitioners here to Okay. Guide you along that way. Gotcha. And that's a, you know, it's the first thing you see. It's the it's a clinic side. Uh, second side, which is you know, predominantly what we're talking about here, mm-hmm. uh, is our gym training facility. Uh, that That's about 6,500 square feet. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we have 18 squat racks. Mm-hmm. Um, no single use machines. So there's 18 squat racks. There's a sprint track. Um, Power sled. Power sled. We have a full 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 assortment of dumbbells, kettlebells. Uh, here for whether you're in one of our group classes with your or with your private trainer, or if you're just here as we talked about earlier, uh, finding your own way. Gotcha. What I like about your dumbbells too is um, a lot of gyms will just kind of have dumbbells against one wall. You kind of have them spread out, smaller racks, but. A nice mix of light and heavy, it seems. It's almost a dumbbell rack for, it's almost like a dumbbell rack for every two Roughly, yeah. Racks. For every, every, we have one dumbbell rack with uh, five to 60 pounds for every two dumbbell racks. Plus we have an additional uh, four dumbbell racks that we, we call, uh, we like to call the big boy racks that have mm-hmm. uh, 65 to 110 on those. Okay. So, you know, it's. Uh, the majority of gym goers are, are, you know, they're gravitating in the, the five to 60 pound range, but you know, the, the ones that are pushing the limits a little bit, we, we still have an ample supply of uh, dumbbells for them. Gotcha. And then what's the third room? Cause you walk in, there's just this huge empty room of AstroTurf. What's yeah. that all about? That is, well, it's, it's, it's essentially a multi-purpose room. It's just, just shy of 3000 square feet. Um, there are, Drop down batting cages in there for baseball community. We do have a uh, two professional baseball uh, players who run um, skills training for baseball players. So okay, uh, it divides into two lanes, so we, people come in here practicing batting in one lane, and in the other lane they're uh, uh, they can they have the pitch uh, they can have pitchers practicing the pitching uh, when the Nets are moved. Uh, it's multi. It's a movement area, so anyone who wants to, wants to come and do movement training can do that. We have soccer teams that come in and uh, train here in lacrosse. It's a it's a very large multi-purpose area that has turf. So um, it's focused obviously focused on kind of the athletic population, the team population, but uh, everybody. It's open to everybody in the gym, yep. and we routinely have open gym members. Uh, going in there, they're doing they're doing some movement training, they're doing stretching, rolling, warm ups. Yeah, yeah. a lot of I see a lot of people with the floor gliders. Yeah, floor gliders very popular here, and, and, <laughs> and it has become the ever so popular spike ball yeah. arena. So <laughs> very nice. So what then are the current programs you offer? Like you mentioned, you know you can come in here, you can book a kinesiologist, a physiologist. Um, I think you said naturopath. Naturopathy. Yeah. You, then you have. Do you have classes? You have personal trainers and this. Like, what are all yeah. the different offerings you have for people? Uh, obviously, first and foremost, there's the 
the general gym membership for those of you as, as we talk about the uh, people who want to just come in and, and do execute their own workout find their mm-hmm. own way so that's a, a big part of what we do uh, we also have our personal trainers mm-hmm. and we mentioned it earlier everyone is a kinesiologist with multiple certifications uh, we uh, are constantly doing uh, education with our coach staff so there are we like to pride ourselves on having our staff leading the way and mm-hmm. if there's something new up there we um, we we have them go out and educate themselves on it and it's not even necessarily that we they implement it because the philosophy in the building is best possible science so mm-hmm. and sometimes the best science is something that's been happening for 100 years yeah our coaches will so we have elite personal trainers that can can help guide anyone through through a workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have group classes um, mm-hmm. led by our led by our staff, and these are uh, small group classes, anywhere from four to four to eight at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, all the programming in it is pure, what we call periodized, which is basically it's planned out with a specific purpose to lead people. From workout to workout to workout to workout, so you're getting maximum benefit uh, in the safest possible environment. Gotcha. Uh, we also have team training in here. Okay. So sports teams that come in, we uh, our coaches will lead them through that. We have um, hockey professional development. We have a number of professional athletes in the building that come here and are led by our staff. Um, I think that pretty much sounds right yeah. Nice. yeah, I know. When I, uh, I taught a couple classes for you guys, I was, uh, when you sent me some of the, the um, blueprints of the class, I was actually quite impressed with how detailed yeah. they were. Um, a lot of gyms, it's just like, you know, you here's the warm up, workout, <laughs> and then stretch. It's like, all right, but you guys were quite detailed yeah. um, when you did. And yeah, so talk a little about the programming then. How do you guys do programming? You mentioned your periodization. Like, what are your, if you were to kind of just have, your basic principles of programming, like you could expect here in classes or even with the trainer. Um, okay, when we talk periodization, it's just uh, what we do. It's a way of layering your workouts um, based on scientific principles. We usually start. Uh, we oh, sorry, we we'll, we'll go in about in three month periods, okay. and we'll always typically start in a, in a strength or a hypertrophy phase where we slow everyone down, make sure that they're uh, movement and their techniques are proper, uh, gives them a uh, reinforcing strong stable base, so, which makes them safe as we progress through. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'll go from hypertrophy to a strength phase to a power phase, which is where you're moving explosively, Great. more explosively, moving lighter weights, but moving them faster. And then we move into what we call power endurance, which is kind of emulating a lot of hit programming, but uh, still strength based to it. So yeah. you start slow, make sure we're stable, progress through, then we can end in a power endurance phase, then we start it over again. And the goal is to layer upon it, always always reverting back to some basics, mm-hmm. uh, which entrench proper technique and keep people safe. Yeah. And going to the stuff that you know people psychologically think are, are the harder workouts. So you move yeah. fast, you move with a lot more intent, but before we before we do that, we want to make sure you're safe. Yeah, even your warm ups are very um, they're programmed. Yes. you guys don't just say okay, you know, we'll run on a we don't even have treadmills. 
Well, like, what could we have here? You don't say, say, you know, just do 50 jumping jacks and let's get to it. Can you explain, like, what goes into a, a good essential athletics warm-up, for example? Well, warm-ups are based on what we're doing in the day. So, if, uh, as I said, okay, every workout is, is planned. We have a warm-up. We usually go into what we call uh, activation, which is some core stability. And then we get into our, our strength complex. Because So... Every warm up will be, we'll start with some kind of movement because we want to get the blood moving through your body. You, know, mm-hmm. you got to get the whole body lubricated. Yeah, general, kind of and then the warm up will be tied somewhat to the workout where we're prepping certain muscle areas for work. So you're priming yeah. the muscles you're going to be. So if, it, for instance, <clears throat> let's say for if it was a deadlift day, you'd probably be doing some exercise to warm up the hamstrings, the glutes, Correct. get the muscles firing in those, yeah. get the CNS even firing. Yep. So I know she used a little bit of explosive work in there yep. too. Then, then we'll get people. We, we usually do a core activation stage. Which is core is the same. It does, doesn't matter what kind of strength or movement you're doing. If you, uh, you need your core engaged and ready to. Yeah, I see. You seem to do from what I saw. Anyways, quite a few. There's a loaded kind of loaded carries a little bit of those yep. in there at least to maintain your stability. Yeah. Yeah. No. Very cool. Now, what's the that's the stuff you kind of offer now and kind of how you do it. What are the sort of the things that you would like to see the gym? expand into or where do you see there's areas missing or you know maybe even has covid changed anything like what would you like to see over the next while uh well you know covid in itself as we know covid's pretty much it's changed how everyone has to do business Mm. um especially especially gym facilities you can't it's no the the days of just showing up at random times Hanging out for three hours, those are over. We, you know, we obviously have to have <clears throat> uh, more controls for that. Yeah, uh, we got to have. We need to know who's in the building. We need to know how long they're here, and we got to provide um, substantial space for them to do that. Yeah, and that's. I think that's. Uh, fortunately for us, we were set up for to begin with, mm-hmm. but uh, like other facilities where they have. They've always had a ton of equipment in there that sometimes gets used, sometimes doesn't. We, we've never had that. And we, we've been able to uh, use the massive amount of space that we have in this facility. It's overall, it's 14,000 square feet. We've been mm-hmm. able to take take our equipment and, and spread it out in such a way where someone can come in. And uh, now it, at this facility, everyone has to book their time. Yeah, so let's get right into the details. Let's talk about the what are the legal requirements of a gym first when it comes to COVID. And then we'll get into what you guys have actually how you've gone quite a bit above and beyond. So what are the legal requirements? Legal requirements. Well, the the, the base legal requirement is uh, first things you have to first thing you have to look at is occupancy. Okay. Uh, how many people you're allowed in your building? Uh, and how many people are you allowed in this building? Well, the the official calculator for occupancy when it comes to a business and um, pe- most people think, well, it's 50, 50 people in a, in a building. It's actually, for businesses, it's not that. It's, it's the, f- the number 50 is reserved for private gatherings, and we're not considered a private gathering. Okay. Uh, for businesses, like if you go into Home Depot or the grocery store and you see hundreds of people. Yeah, like I see at Ikea's 800, for okay. example. They can have. Um, we have to calculate our occupancy the same way they do. Okay. The official criteria is you take the... Square footage, of, sorry, the square footage of your space, mm-hmm. um, 
And for our, and I'll just function with our fitness facility. We have, in the back, we have 10,000 square feet. So if we have 10,000 square feet, you take 10,000 square feet, mm -hmm. the minimum, then what you have to do is take the square footage of all the equipment inside the building. Okay. So if you have squat racks, bikes, treadmills, electricals, all that equipment, you take the total amount of square footage that the, that equipment consumes. Okay. When you subtract that from Okay. From the total number. So if it's three thousand square feet of equipment from ten, you get seven. You get seven thousand square feet. From that from that now, the minimal requirement per person in the building is fifty four square feet. Don't ask me how the government came up with this, but it's basically fifty four square feet is roughly an eight by seven area. Okay. Um, which is fifty six square feet, but in the work safe and the government criteria, they you must permit 54 square feet of space per person. Okay. Um, so when we when we calculated our occupancy, officially we can have, I believe it's anywhere from 105 and 110 people in this building. Okay, that seems like a lot of people. That, quite <laughs> frankly, that, that number scares the, the Jesus out of me. Yeah. Um, that many people sweating, breathing hard, um, and even if we are giving them the minimal requirement, um, it's just a recipe for disaster. Well, we saw what happened in Hamilton with the spin studio. Yeah. They were following the basic guidelines, the ones that you just said. Yeah. You know, getting people in just based what I understand, anyways, just you know within just that legal range, and then huge breakout. You know, yeah. Airtight room, people breathing. You know, three to four, five times. You know, the amount yeah. of you know we are breathing out, and then of course you got. The air circulation just moving everything around. Yeah. So I could see where uh, that could happen. So then, what's your guys' plus? Knowing that you can have say 105 people, what do you guys tend to? Like, how do you guys do it? For for the entire facility, including 4,000 square feet up in the clinic, I I set occupancy at 35. 35 people. Wow. Okay. So literally. That, that's 30. 35. That is. And that's in the entire. That is. That's including that. That's like in the baseball area, the physio area, and the training gym. Correct. Okay, wow. If you live in the Vancouver, Canada area and are looking for some of the best priced health and fitness supplements available in the lower mainland, then Genesis Nutrition has you covered. Family owned and operated since 1984. Yes, 1984, well before the trendies and the biohackers even knew what a greens powder was. Genesis was keeping Western Canada healthy and nutrified. With three convenient locations, Kitsilano, Eastside Mount Pleasant, and Downtown and Davie Street Village with a very knowledgeable staff. Listen, these guys aren't hiring high school kids like some of the bigger chain stores. Their staff know what they are talking about. Genesis Nutrition carries a wide variety of health, fitness, and wellness supplements from protein to mushrooms, probiotics to essential oils, and everything in between. So whether you're an aspiring athlete to just say someone looking to take care of your health long-term and live, as I say, stronger, longer, and better, Genesis Nutrition will help you get there. And for listeners of the Fitness Essential Podcast, you will get 10% off your first purchase at any of the three great and convenient locations, and getting the discount could not be any easier. The first time you visit, just tell them you heard about Genesis Nutrition on this Fitness Essentials podcast. And to get more information about locations and brands they carry, simply visit www.genesisnutrition.ca. And now, let's get back to our show.
um, the, the health and safety of my staff and my clients aren't worth uh, ramming 50, 60, 70, 80 people. Of, and I've heard those numbers coming out of some of the bigger, the big box fitness centers. Um, yeah. um, I'm not prepared to jeopardize my safety, my staff's safety, or my client's safety for a few extra nickels. And yeah. one case of COVID, um, all the hard work we've done here yeah. uh, is, is for naught. Okay, so then you, so you've got it down to 35 from 105 that you're allowed, you only let in 35 people. What other um, things have you implemented? Like what other sort of mm-hmm. stuff have you guys done? Uh, well, in, in terms of enhances affecting, we've purchased, it's, 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 it's a disaffected fog machine. So I'm here at 5 a.m. every morning before the facility opens. And I start by a complete deep disinfecting of the entire facility. So it's a fog machine. Yeah. What it does is it sprays a fine mist of disinfectant uh, that touches everything. Okay. Um, that's the first thing I do every morning. Uh, the entire facility gets it. Um, once our numbers hit uh, anywhere from 120, 130 visitors in a day, I pause the facility for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and I do a secondary disinfecting in the gym area. Okay. Um, uh, as I said, we, we've cut capacity to 35 just to, to ensure, uh, I, mean, I, think, I believe I mentioned earlier, we've spread our uh, equipment out. So the, as I said, minimum standard is 54 square feet. Mm-hmm. We have anywhere from 110 to 200 square foot per station. So we, okay. say when we have 18 squat racks, each squat rack has a minimum of 100 square feet, somewhere okay. up to 200 square feet. So you're not going to be breathing on someone here. Gotcha. You, we maximize the physical space for each individual in the building. Mm. Uh, we've uh, we put barriers inside the racks. So okay. So yeah, I've seen those big <clears throat> big pieces of plywood or yeah. whatever board. Yeah. Between the power racks. So. so so you you can't you can't directly breathe on someone. Yeah. Um, everybody comes in the building uh, after we. Uh, implement their screening so it doesn't matter if you were here at 6 a.m. you come back at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. everyone gets pre-screened yeah um, everyone has to fill in their standard COVID questionnaire that you'll see in, in any facility mm-hmm. um, but every time you come in we, 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 we just do a reminder have you been out of the country you have any new or or flu like symptoms you've been contacted with any we could have a possible case of COVID mm-hmm. those are the three standard questions yeah um, after that, we hand everyone a disinfected cloth. Okay. Um, and we have 50 bottles of disinfectant. You have a lot of bottles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, never want to run out. Um, and what we ask is, ask, and my staff will follow, you know, they walk around the building, they'll kind of monitor people. As we ask that once you're finished using piece of equipment, quick spray, quick wipe, make sure in the rare case that there's a virus of any sort in the building, you, you've killed it before someone else can touch it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those things, you, you do so much that sometimes yeah. you forget what you do. Well, the uh, physical side, the physical building itself, um, it's not an airtight building in a good way yeah. out there in the gym. I mean, you have, like, how high are the ceilings? 
Uh, on the cage side where the turf is, is they're 25 feet. On the other side, they're, they're uh, 18 feet. 18 feet. And then you got, uh, there's always seems to be at least, even on a cold day, there always seems to be at least one garage door open. Yeah. Three, um, three uh, loaded bay doors. Yeah. Um, most of them are open all the time to provide ventilation. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had Vancouver Coastal Health come through and just kind of advise us on on how to ensure the proper airflow in the building. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's one thing I noticed. Yeah, you always see that pressure. So, like, I was like <coughs> rack number one, which is right by the door, especially yeah. on the Sunday days. And then I noticed you even have a pretty nice air filter right in the front lobby. Yeah. Right? We have uh, well. air purifiers in a lot of the offices. Mm -hmm. um, looking to to the options that we can put on the floor as well. They're, it's, they're not as uh, um, easy to come by. Yeah, well, for that amount of square space. Yeah. You're not talking a home, uh, what is it, one of my over here, home live what? Yeah. <laughs> You're not talking about one of those. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay, so then, how did then, so how long were you guys shut down then for COVID? Was it just, you guys, two months, one month? Uh, close, I believe it was March 17th. Uh, reopened June 1st, so that's April, two and a half months. Two and a half months, okay. And uh, were you guys doing any kind of online training? Did you have any we, we, for that? We were doing some online kinesiology, a little bit of online. Um, didn't jump on that as much as we should have. Yeah. Uh, we, we, it's we not easy to do online. I mean, you kind of have to know what you're doing and just kind of just hit everybody out of the blue, I yeah. think. So is that something you guys would like to work on? It, it is an area that we, um, especially with our staff, we, we should be um, looking at looking at more. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I think the online platform is going to be here here for the long term, irregardless of what happens with COVID. Some people, um, some people just don't want to come back from gyms. Yeah, I mean, like the fact, like I mentioned earlier, I do work at a fitness store. I mean, a lot of people are building home gyms nowadays. Yes. Um, thinking, uh, which, which is getting away. You know, people have home gyms and get less excuses. On the other hand, let's be honest, 99% of the population doesn't know how to work out. <laughs> so yeah, you're, gonna, yeah. you're just going to be not working out properly with nobody watching you. Yeah. So There's um, a reason personal trainers are busy because people realize that in the absence of someone pushing them, they don't push themselves. Yeah. So are you guys thinking then... Um, some way to maybe take the, you know, the, how can we deliver, how can we deliver the essentials of athletics um, education to the people that are not going to come back to the gym? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we're having weekly team meetings discussing how uh, to best organize our staff's time mm -hmm. uh, to, to allow for that and start, and, and start addressing that, that area of the business. Gotcha. Well, so where would you like to see that? I guess essentials of athletics. Uh, not worrying about COVID. Let's just say. Let's just say you know that COVID stays what it is. You know we're on a, we're on a yellow alert all the time, but it's not going to shut down any gyms. It's going to be not 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 probably. Like, you know Toronto. Mm -hmm. Obviously Toronto and Ottawa recently shut down their gyms again. Um, some other countries I know have shut down their gyms. I don't think it's going to happen here. Um, There's a word that I. Because we've had a number of Vancouver Coastal Health staff they, that that train here, and the the word we we've received is gyms, especially in Vancouver, for the most part, have been very conscientious in, in mm -hmm. their approach. Uh, obviously, there's going to be varying degrees between you know between facilities. We 
are ourselves, we like to pride ourselves at being at the um, on the high end of of doing the right thing. Mm. But gyms and gyms in general are not on the chopping block in Vancouver at this time, which is good. Good. So that what kind of things that what kind of things would you like to see this gym? Expand into? Are there any more classes you like to add? Programs? Uh, any directions that you think even the gym would like to? Where would you like to see things like grow? Just for people that might be like, yeah, oh, this place sounds interesting. Um, you, you always want to be able to. More. You always want to be able to approach more communities, and uh, I think you and I have talked about maybe implementing some yoga in here. I think mm-hmm. um, we're, we're a big proponent. Proponent, sorry, of of a strengthening, but also, also lengthening. Um, you need to be mobile yep. uh, as well as strong. So, uh, people who are strong and mobile are mm-hmm. much better just day-to-day functioning. That's well, like my uh, my old tagline for my podcast is stronger, longer, better. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, no, I think yoga would definitely be a no-brainer for here, yeah. um, especially uh, if the yoga is done quite well. Yeah. Um, you have strength classes right now. Um, are there any couple, so what are your classes in right now exactly? Like, do you remember some like there is a strength that I taught? There's there's uh, one is essentials of strength, which is yeah. it is it is focusing more on on full body strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a, there isn't as much cardio. Every class is going to have a little bit because people want to people want to leave a leave, leave a workout sweating. Really. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, we, if they don't sweat, they don't feel like they've done anything. Even if they lifted 400 pounds, yeah. you still got to do 30 seconds of yourself yeah, like you haven't worked out. And, and, and that's psychology. It's, it's a, the psychology of, yeah, yeah. of group workouts. Um, so yeah, there's our strength class. We have a meta, we have a metabolic class, which is is you know, your is that more like hit? Yeah, you, closer to hit. Um, they're all there will always be a. Uh, strength component and everything. An intelligent hit. Yeah, yeah, they, they, exactly. Yeah. They, a well thought out hit. Not, it's not there just to make you sweat. Yeah, it's there to make you sweat in a thoughtful way. Which is good because there's a lot of gyms out there. We won't mention any <coughs> ordinary names, but um, <coughs> just make you sweat yeah. <laughs> for the sake of sweating. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also have a class called Run Jump Through. No. Oh, um, okay. Where where it is, it's, it's a lot of pod metrics. There's a lot of ball. Ball work, so you're 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 doing some some plyometrics. You're doing some running, doing some jumping, you're doing some throwing. So it's a uh, it's a different way of approaching strength and metabolic conditioning uh, in the in a slightly more fun way. Mm, gotcha. I think some interesting things would be to do some challenges aimed at maybe certain even age populations. Yeah. Like we do know, have our 40, leader, we do have our leaderboard that separates in. I believe it's under under forty over forty. Um, something that we were doing a lot prior to the pandemic, and yeah. you know, obviously, as we're coming out of pandemic and businesses has, has stabilized, and and more and more people are starting to return to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely something that uh, yeah uh, we will be implementing. Yeah. Again. Well, the first couple of months, I'm assuming, is just getting back the gym back open, getting the lights on, getting the cleaning organized route yeah. now but now it's time to because it's been now what we're in almost well, we're in November basically tomorrow so, so basically July, five, August, five, five months well, yeah. four, 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 four full months in yeah so it's and time to start normalizing as much yeah. as you can and yeah. the first two months like like all businesses once it reopened it's it's let's survive yeah 
no, let's survive. Let's let's understand what the new normal is. Understand how we need to operate. Um, get comfortable in what we're doing. Uh, make our staff comfortable, which obviously is, uh, is is one of the biggest parts. Make the staff comfortable in, in the plan, and then then reengaging our client base and having them comfortable that when they come here, they're in a they're in the best environment they can be in. Gotcha. Yeah. So then the other things that we got going on, then just for the people listening to the podcast. So there is going to be the podcast, obviously. Um, and I guess what we're planning on is interviewing um, different, uh, like I said at the beginning, the point of the podcast is going to be interviewing the staff, because you said that you have lots of staff who yeah. have different specialties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you have different athletes, too, that train out together. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get on. And then just obviously just sharing knowledge uh, through whether it's myself or different people just coming on and talking about different topics as well. Yeah. So like strength topics or even just... And then, of course, you can have the YouTube channel, which, you know, we've been working quite heavily on fixing it up. Yeah. So that'll be pretty good. So I think that's going to be a really good resource. What other, no, you guys have an email right now? You do have a weekly email, a monthly email, anything like that? Uh, it's we, anywhere weekly to, weekly to monthly. It's uh, our, our staff, I've put a couple of our staff members back in control of it because they're, they're the true content, content creators. And, yeah. Um, You'll, yeah, you see, you see our our weekly newsletter. It's, it's usually a few times a month. Okay. Um, so it's not we, we, we could do more, but I've always been on in the philosophy that I hate I hate getting spam. We all get so much email. Well, I, and I come along the lines of you know you'll hear some people say you know you should put out content every day. Well, and but then I'm more along the lines of if it's good content, yeah. Yeah. But if it's just filler, then you become like a Dr. Oz. Yeah. Where it's just like, we have, you know, I have to bring out 260 shows a year. I'm forced to. So uh, you have to just kind of just start putting out crap. Yeah. <laughs> and for us, like, we use a program called Constant Contact. And it, tra- okay. and it tracks how, how many people open, open our emails and engage with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are consistently in the top 1% of all. Wow. Okay. So we we, a, we average almost fifty percent open, fifty uh, percent opening rate. Okay. Which means we're when we send people stuff out, people are are looking forward to seeing it because the vast majority. I, I don't know what you're like when you. I I, 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 I get I, so, I, I get so I don't even open. I I I'm swiping left to delete ninety nine percent of it. Yeah. Uh, we're at least fifty percent of the people are. Clicking, okay, that's there's okay. something there's something in that's, here for, very for us to see. Yeah, because no, I rarely open anything that I get from anybody. Yeah. Um, and then do you guys have Facebook? You have Facebook and Instagram? We or? do. Yeah. Okay. And that's just Essentials of Athletics for the most part. Correct. Yes. Okay. Now, where's the gym actually located? So we're in Vancouver here, obviously. But what's the address here? The address is two six nine six Nootka Street. So we're basically a block east of Renfrew Street and okay. a block south of of Broadway. So, okay. Uh, the biggest landmark you can see is the Broadway Tech Center, which is right on the corner of Broadway and Renfrew. Uh, we're, like I said, we're a block east of that. Okay. Uh, Super easy if you're walking, from, especially from Rupert Station's close, but Renfrew Station's literally only a six-minute walk. Yeah. We're yeah. actually almost a 100% dead middle between Rupert and Renfrew Skytrain Stations. Nice. And with tons of free right. parking, which is a, a, uh, right on nice the, in Vancouver. Yeah, right on the Central Valley Greenway, we do have people that ride their bikes from Science World, and it, it's uh, about an eight-minute bike ride to here, right? Oh, wow, okay. Uh, follow, That's the one that goes right under the train, I guess, right. the train along, yeah. Very nice. And now, um, 
I guess uh, people do they have to make like um, some gyms you have to make an appointment to even come in. Yeah. Do can people just walk in to get a tour of the gym? Do they have to make an appointment? Like how does it work? For we you you can walk in. We prefer everyone calls and lets us know in advance. Okay. Uh, uh, just so we can monitor our occupancy. Gotcha. If you show up and I have 34 people in the building, I'm probably not going to take you on a tour. Yeah. So it's better. Uh, it's better to call, call and let us know when you're coming, so we can say yeah, yay or nay. Uh, maybe come at uh, at four instead of three thirty because uh, where our numbers are projecting, we don't want to. Gotcha. Turn you away. So um, general membership, whether it's private training group. Um, General members, you book in advance. You book your rack. You book your time. You got an app for that. We have an app for that. Yeah, it's very straightforward too. Yeah. And then, what's the website address? Then? It's uh, essentialsofathletics.com. Okay, nice and easy. And .ca. Oh, and .ca. Oh, you got yeah. both. Okay, very nice. Cool. Well, I think that about wraps it up. I think we covered quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys listening come down, especially if you're in the Vancouver area. Uh, if you're into, I don't really want to say. Perfect profession because again whenever i say professional it freaks people out that they have to be like you said professionally but if you're in a serious training like you actually want to get good results you'd like to get maybe some guidance and you'd like just a gym that is quite a bit above uh you know just running on a treadmill and you know preacher curls on a machine then definitely come down and check out essential of athletics cool well thank you for joining me today all right thanks thanks a lot Well, there you guys go. That was the second episode of the Fitness Essentials podcast. Now, you'll notice the sound on this one was a little bit hollow. That's because we're recording with a microphone, a special microphone camera. But we do have professional microphones coming in. So thanks for hanging in there. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And they're only going to get much better. So until next time, I'm Roy Alexander, and this is the Fitness Essentials podcast.